you're in the right place, so stay right where you are. In just a few seconds, you'll be listening to the Preppers and Makers podcast, the podcast of the future, the podcast of the survival technician, and the podcast for those middle-of-the-road people who still want to be alive after apocalypse. Hello, and thank you for joining me again. This is going to be a kind of a unique podcast. I have two different podcasts that I do, the Prepper Ninja podcast and the uh, Preppers and Makers podcast. This actually is going to be published as a a video core on both of them. I have been away from the Preppers um, and Makers for a few weeks because of Seasonal business and that sort of thing has just kept me away, but I have been away from the Purple Ninja because I did that one on Anchor.fm and there was never any response back that I was going to get the ability to monetize it or, you know, uh, ads added to my account or anything of that nature. And, uh, you know, I didn't ask the right questions. So, I, I, you know, I'm always kind of, you know, giving people the benefit of a doubt. I am assuming that uh, they know what I'm talking about. But, they, you know, that's an assumption. And everybody knows what happens when you assume. So, after all these months, I think it's been <clears throat> probably, uh, looks like 10 months that I have not done a weekly podcast on anchor.fm someone finally asked me a relevant question about well did you check this turns out that i I may be in the wrong region so everyone knows i'm here in the united states but for some reason my settings got to the wrong region and so i can't monetize until they fix that but after that point then i you know it's worth it to me to go back I'm not digging for money from you, my listener. If you want to support me, there's a Patreon. There are ways and reasons to do that. If you want to go to uh, a link to do that, I'll I'll tell you here in just a little bit how to do that. But the the point is that you you listen and you learn. So this, this should get out to more people. Now that we're actually getting that fixed, I'm going to try and make the absolute effort to get a weekly actual usable podcast out here to you people who can use it to make your lives better and to learn things and possibly make life-saving decisions. Um, You know, I'm not going to be grandiose enough to think that I'm the one who's going to save your life and so forth. But you know what? If you listen to everybody, anybody can give you that one piece of information that might save your life. And uh, I am just proud to have the opportunity to possibly be that guy. So that's what this podcast and the other one is all about. Whichever one you're listening to this on, since I'm sharing this particular core recording on both, then that's applicable. This podcast and the other one are important. So <clears throat> I do the Preppers and Makers podcast on Captivate.fm. And I do the Prepper Ninja podcast on Anchor.fm. And both of these are important to me because they're kind of like my children. You know, anytime you create a, a artistic work, you do your best to make sure that people enjoy it, can listen to it, can learn from it, 
and so forth. Because if it's all about you and you just have to hear your voice and you're just a freaking narcissist, I really hope that I am not one. My goal here is that you want to come back, not I want you to come back. So <clears throat> that being said, this podcast is kind of my reintroduction or my restart on both of those. And uh, it comes in the wake of a, of a sad event. The, uh, well, uh, oh, just over a week ago in Kentucky, there were way too many lives lost. Uh, there was a, there was a, con, uh, a confluence of events, however you want to put it. <clears throat> tornadoes and massive supercell of tornadoes many 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 small tornadoes large tornadoes mid medium-sized tornadoes however you want to put it <clears throat> ripped through the other side of my state arkansas and into kentucky and destroyed cities and just did amazing things i've seen pictures and some of you that are older will remember over two decades ago, the F5 tornado that hit Moore, Oklahoma. I got to see that because I came over for a convention the week after. And, and, and it was chilling to me to see that in person. <clears throat> Pardon me. And uh, that's what the pictures reminded me of in Kentucky. There was just rubble and debris. I know that there were houses and trees and cars and communities and, and, and vibrant living spaces for people in, in Moore, Oklahoma, 20-some years ago. And then when I, when I visited, the, the week after the, the F5 tornado, just basically took an eraser and took Moore, Oklahoma off the map. It was a flat piece of ground as far as the eye could see. And there were, there were trees. There were you know stumps, little sticks, kind of like a, the top of a, of a sandbox with little toothpicks stuck in it. That's 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 kind of the only way that I can describe it. Houses gone, and several years ago, I had my house burned down the week of Thanksgiving. And I understand what it's like to lose absolutely everything. And have no insurance or no recourse, no way to, to, to save yourself. To You just got to start from zero and back it up again. Looking at <clears throat> my memories of Moore, Oklahoma, and the pictures of Kentucky, the, the, the everybody keeps seeing the candle factory, but there are pictures of the, in, the entire area, the, the, the communities that were just erased and, and brought to the ground. It brings it home to me because I... Yeah, in, in, a, in a different way, I, I've been there personally. Imagine multiplying that times everyone that you know as your neighbors. This this is tragic. If there's any way <clears throat> that you as a person can see extra in your life or enough in your life where you can share one little bit with these people, Please help them out. There are there are Red Cross organizations. There are local donation organizations. There are churches that are taking care of this. I'm not going to promote any single one of them or tell you how good or bad each and 
every one of them are. Do your own research. Help these people. Because this was a tragic and horrible event. So, that being said, this is my reintroduction to podcasts and prepping. Today we're going to talk about storm preparedness. Natural disasters. I have been really focusing on the TikTok to get my footprint out there and get more people to realize what I do and how I do it. In doing so, I get a lot of interesting comments back from people who, uh, you know, they're in the prepper community because I have reached what is referred to on uh, TikTok as prep talk. That's the hashtag that I use. And I try my best to communicate and interact with people who have reasonable answers and questions and discussions. It lets me take those things and create new 60-second or so videos. I try not to get too long. I don't want to pontificate and make them think that my way is the only way. <clears throat> Pardon me. I've got a lot of uh, uh, morning coughing and phlegm going on here because of the, the temperature change of the seasons. Which, you know, deserves its own podcast. You want to talk about temperature change and seasons. That global warming debate, I think, has been fixed. I think that we can just look at the weather and say, hmm, I don't even need to go to a look at a science uh, scientist. I can see what's happening with my own eyes. This is freaking real. But, you now, be that as it may. Uh, listen to these podcasts and agree with me if you want. Disagree with, with me if you want. I'm really good with either one. What I want is interaction. I want uh, engagement. I want people to think. If you don't agree with me, great. Get a fact. Prove me wrong. Do your best. I'm cool with that. Because, you know, facts are why I believe what I believe. It's not because I went to some place that just reinforced and echoed what I already thought I believed. Or, you know, they said, or dad told me, or the church told me, or the political told me. or Yeah, I'm not that kind of guy. I I want facts. I want you to tell me, hey, you're wrong, and here's why. You know, hey, you're wrong, and this is because I said so. Well, you can just, you know, take right off. I don't care. But you bring me a fact, man, I'm in. And that's what this, this podcast is all about. So, storms. How do you... How do you deal with storms? The last three decades, I have lived here in northwest Arkansas, which is kind of the end of Tornado Alley. By the end, I mean Tornado Alley used to stretch across Oklahoma from, you know, uh, southwest Oklahoma all the way to northeast Oklahoma, kind of in a diagonal, because of what's called the jet stream. Now, the jet stream is a weather phenomenon that means that as the world turns, wind, uh, this is a real stupid explanation, but it's as basic as I can give it for y'all. If if you're a weather scientist, yeah, yeah, I'm dumbing it down. But the jet stream is the pattern of wind at high level that moves around the planet basically in concert with the Coriolis effect and movement of the planet in relationship to the ionosphere, stratosphere, and mesosphere. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at all that. Look at that. So, the jet stream brings crap from Oklahoma to Northwest Arkansas. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. And at this point, living for 30-some years in Oklahoma, uh, Arkansas area, at the end of this uh, this little stra strap belt, that they, they call it Tornado Alley. <clears throat> what it is, is, is storms travel along with the jet stream. And they end here in the Ozark Mountains mostly because they form later in the day and as the heat cold borderline changes they get to move toward us a lot of people say they break up because of the mountains you know most of the truth is they're way up in the sky above that but as the world turns and it moves into darkness and the atmosphere cools most of the time in the past, we have been right about the end of that. So we get late night tornadoes. And uh, I have personally been in houses twice in my life that have been hit with tornadoes. I've also been in uh, two places. I've been stricken by lightning. I guess I'm just freaking lucky. That being said, uh, knowing what's going on is, is is important. Knowing why it's going on is important. But the most important thing is paying attention to it and knowing what you can do about it when it happens. So, if you're going to prepare for a storm, the question is, are you in your car? Are you in the house? Uh, those are really the only two options. If you're out walking, find a ditch, find a low area, find a place to duck down. Don't get low enough you drown in flooding, but in between flooding and being ripped up by the sawmill that is a tornado, that's where you need to be. So we're going to talk about, I mean, that that's a unique case. Uh, we're going to talk about being in a house and being in a car. I have been in both during tornadoes, and being in a house during a tornado, you need to think about that particular house. You need to go to the lowest place next to the ground, in the biggest, baddest walls next to the ground. Some people say, get in a bathtub. There's a lot of debate. You know, you know, plumbing gets stricken by lightning, and you can get shocked in a bathtub. I have not personally heard of anybody ever killed being in a bathtub. I do believe physically it's possible for electricity to come through plumbing. I do know two people who have been killed because they were on the telephone during severe thunderstorms and lightning strikes have grounded through the telephone line into their head, through their feet, into the ground, and they have died. That's, that's not just, oh, I've heard. No, no, I know two people who this has happened to. So anytime you can say, this is a fact because I know it, not because they say, believe it, live it. Now, when we come to storms, the bathtub, I don't know. Uh, do your own research and find out, make your own decision. If it's the last ditch scenario, yeah, if I had a great big cast iron bathtub built into the, the house and anchored in, dude, I'm in there. I will, I will dive in. Lightning, yeah, not necessarily so much of an issue at the moment. Right at the moment, I'm worried about that uh, that pencil eraser of God that's going to take my house off the 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 map. So, oh, a fairy just got its wings. 
You know, when I do these podcasts, I should put those on airplane mode. Anyway, um, the question here is, after that, what do you do? So, what is your storm kit like? In your car, do you have water in your, your, your car kit? Do you have some snacks in your car kit? Do you have a blanket, preferably more than one, in your car kit? Do you have some basic tools? Can you cut through a seatbelt? Can you break a window? Can you use a, can you get a small pry bar? You can go over to Walmart in the hardware section and get those little, um, I don't know what they're called, it's something foot, uh, like a, a sheep's foot, I believe it's called, a nail puller, the little bitty crowbar that's you know, less than a foot long. Even that will help you break a window, open a door, get something. You're going to have some, you know, real issues. If if nature itself has decided this car in particular needs to be tumbled 18 times and put in that field under some sheet metal, you may have to actually pry a door open. So is that in your car kit? Do you have jumper cables? Do you have lights? Do you have a little multi-tool with some saws and... Uh, openers and things like that on it. I don't mean bottle openers. This is not the time to stop and drink. I really think that I probably would agree with that at the moment. You know, you sure have a drink. But the point is, uh, opening things to get yourself out. So, what's in your car kit? Do you have a fire extinguisher? People don't think about that. Does Does every car you own have a fire extinguisher? Why not? They're under $40, and $40 is a big house one. For a car, a fire extinguisher, you know, $12 to $18. Get one. It will save your life. You know, yeah, it's just kind of weird to have an extra thing and a fire extinguisher sitting in the back. I don't know where to put it. It it moves around. Bungee it down to a side thing. If you have one of those little mom Subarus that runs around or, uh, you know, the... Uh, the the required outdoor kayaker you know, in my area, there are so many uh, hippies, uh, new agers, e- eco friendly people. So you you could actually walk on the top of the Subaru Foresters and Outbacks from one side of my city to the other some days. But the thing is, every one of those uh, has a little strap arrangement in the back something you can put a baby seat in something you can strap down cargo get a bungee cord put the fire extinguisher there strap it down that way when you turn a corner you don't have to hear it go roll 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 bump roll 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 bump it'll do it strap it down but have a fire extinguisher and even if you have to hear it wander around back there you know what that's the sound of your bodyguard that's somebody protecting you so you know what shut up enjoy the fact that it's there all right, enough said about enough pontification. Fire extinguishers, multi-tools, uh, food and water, blanket. When you're in, in the aftermath of a storm, it's going to be wet. There was just a storm, believe it or not. So, take your time, wrap up, calm down, take a drink. The effects of shock kill as many people as not. Take a break. Take a moment. Just take a tick. All right? Now, once you've done that, you can help yourself. And then you can help others. I know I've, I went on about Subarus. I don't drive a Subaru. I'm, 
I have a little Pontiac Vibe, which is kind of like a little SUV, kind of like, not an SUV, it's um, a little hatchback. It's the same thing as the Toyota Matrix, only uh, rebadged for Pontiac. The uh, other thing that I drive is a, uh, a Suzuki Sidekick four-door. One of the old ones that was one of the last years that you had that low locking where every wheel locked in like a rock, claw rock clawer, claw crawler. Let me try this in English. It locked in like a rock crawler. There you go. Those are my choices. These are not EMP-proof vehicles, but they are current, everyday life-proof vehicles. I want every one of you guys to be safe. And after all these storms, I really had to stop and talk about this a little bit. So, I want you to think about uh, what you can do and how you can help others. And uh, tell other people about my podcast and about the TikTok and about what I do. So let me tell you a little bit more about where you can find me and what's going on. So, first of all, uh, my oldest uh, podcast and the one that you may be listening to right now, since this is a shared video, is uh, from Anchor.fm. It's the Prepper Ninja podcast. They have an awesome platform, and if you want to create a podcast, they they take a lot of control, so you don't have a lot of different uh, flexibility and variation. But in the end result, that's kind of okay, because they provide one of the easiest ways to create a podcast that you could possibly imagine. So that's awesome. My second podcast, the newer one, is the Preppers and Makers podcast on Captivate.fm. And uh, that's actually having a little bit different theme. The first one, the, uh, the, the Prepper Ninja, is about traditional old school prepping, uh, bushcraft, uh, fire starting, management of bug out bags, a variety of, of stuff. The new one, in Preppers and Makers, is a little bit more high tech oriented, how to deal with everything from, you know, after the zombie apocalypse, putting together uh, a security camera, etc. And one of the places that I promote all of this is on TikTok. If you have TikTok, great. If you don't want TikTok, that's perfectly fine, too. But uh, I provide a lot of, like, single-minute bites. I usually put something in there every day. Uh, sometimes I miss a day, but most of the time there's something, a new uh, educational minute for me every day. And I am, uh, my, my tag is Survival Technician on TikTok. Tech talk, you know. I, I think that we should start a new one uh, for folks who are interested in modern technology called Tech Talk. That'd be great. Anyway, that's this is my reintroduction to me starting back on these podcasts a little bit more seriously. I left Anchor.fm because they just would not let me monetize, and I think there was a misunderstanding that I didn't ask the right questions because someone asked me, "Hey, have you checked everything like your right region and so forth?" I thought, well. Duh, I'm in a USA, and and I, I went ahead and checked, and they said, well, you know, monetization is not available in your region. Aha, I'm in the wrong region. So I've got to check that out and make that work. Um, the reason that monetization is important, because I really want to spend time doing this, but I, I can't spend time away from money-making opportunities. I, I'm an educated person. I have seven different degrees, and... Uh, I am probably going to be paying for my, my school loans for another 50 years, no matter whether I live that long or not. They will be sending bills to my grave. 
So everything that I do, no matter what, helping others or whatever has to, you know, be worth my time. That's the reason I'm worried about monetization. It's not like I'm in this for the money or I don't care about you. I care about you. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing the educational content. So welcome back. If you were a listener before and wondered why there was a gap, I'm hoping to close the gap and this will no longer be the case. So I hope you have a great day and we're going to talk more about this very, very soon. For right now, take a look at all those different places that I told you. And once you go to TikTok, if you look at my bio, you will find that there's what's called a Beacons page. And the Beacons page shows you the links to all the other stuff. So the easiest way to find everything that I'm doing is to go to TikTok, look at my profile, and click on the Beacons page. On the Beacons page, you have the opportunity to see my my blogs, uh, my uh, podcasts, this this particular podcast that you're listening to, and the other one, and uh, the 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 links to the things that I do. I'm, I'm working on a YouTube crossover, which is basically similar content. And uh, you have the opportunity. There's a link in there to to buy me a coffee. You know, like toss five bucks at me. Um, it's a shame to me that the coffee to- takes five bucks these days. But that that's that that's not a paradigm. It's not about a literal coffee. If you want to support, that's great. That makes this possible. It gives me more time to do this without worrying about stopping to make money elsewhere. Because I want to bring you good quality content, and I want you to enjoy it, and I want you to respond. So, uh, if you go over to TikTok, uh, give you know, give me some feedback, uh, comment back. A lot of these podcast areas don't give you the opportunity to have full engagement like TikTok does. And, you know, there may be others. Uh, let me know. If you have something that's better than what I'm doing, I'm always willing to change. So, welcome back. I love you all. Everyone here is special. Everyone listening to this this broadcast, you got to know. You are important, and you're why I do this. So, uh, come listen to all my other stuff. Come see me. Really, I'd like to spend some time. I'd like to get to know you. Thanks so much. You are great.